All right, so we all love, riddle me this. So we're gonna hop right into the riddle. Yeah, um, riddle me this. Oh wait, no, why did I say that first? Not even up to the page, hang on. Let me just find it. All right, so we got verse 16, chapter 19. Yes, that's right. Let me just find it, even though I just found it. <laughs> also, everyone thinks I use my phone, but if you really want to see it, it's, it's pure. There's riddles, riddles, riddles. There is no phone, clearly. Um, so yeah, there is no phone there. All right, um, let me just find it again, because there's a lot of words. So, riddle me this. What's full of holes, but still holds water? What's full of holes, but still holds water? Now, a lot of things have holes, but holes can't fill water. So, because the water just like drops out. And if you want to know the answer, then you can wait till the end, listen to the sermon, and you can find out the riddle. Now, Ethan's coming over right now. Hello, hello Ethan. Oh. Don't tell Kathy, it's fine. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so, people have been calling to do a, another car episode. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and I think, I think it's, 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 we'll get there eventually and we'll probably do something silly. Um, but I thought what we, how old are you, Eli? I'm actually 16. Now. You're 16. Have you got your L's yet? Not yet, but. So, it's, it's pretty exciting because Eli's going to go for his L's soon. But I was thinking that could mean that Eli could be the next driver. For our, sorry, our old church. But you know, we gotta, we gotta test that first. Um, so what we're gonna do. I, I don't have my L's yet. Well, he doesn't have his L's yet. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna do the L's test. Mm -hmm. The practice one. The right. practice test. Right here. If you want, you can come and join us. You to can see, to see if you can do get it. off the internet. Um, it's very easy. You can just. Oh, like on, if, the, if you're, think, you're saying people should go and get on the link and do it yeah. themselves. With us. Oh, okay. Well, there's this fantastic challenge. Uh, so feel free to come do it with us. Uh, it's a, if it's you a, what do you gotta Google? Um, you have to Google practice driving test. Easy as that. And you got to go onto the first website you see and press the big red button at the bottom left hand of the screen. Which says take the test or something like that. Yeah, practice test. All right, practice fantastic. online. That's what it says. All right, well, what we're going to do, we're going to walk over to the TV um, and we're going we're gonna to test Eli now. Uh, yeah, bring, your, bring your blanket, it's very important. Yeah. We've set up, we've set up a nice seat for you. This is going to be easy, 100%. Oh, thank you. So all you need to do is look at the... Can I be seen in the camera? So all you need to do is look at the screen in front of you mm -hmm. um, so you can have maximum concentration. <laughs> uh, we'll be able to see the screen. And, and I want to invite Kim up to... Um, is your microphone on? All right, fantastic. Yes, so, Kim, uh, what are you? What are you? You're our official timekeeper because we thought we'd. Am I being we, timed? We thought we'd make it a little spicy. Uh, we're going to see. It's, it's a very long test, so we're going to see how far you can get in two minutes. It's not long. You have two minutes, and so if you're doing it at home, you also have two minutes to get as far as you can with the highest result possible. Uh, let's see if you pass this test. All right, Eli. <laughs> Time starts when this. Is it? Is it the next? Does the next screen load? Um, when you answer this question, okay. when you answer this question, time well, th starts. This is the question that starts with all of them. Yeah, and I know that because I've done, I've done many tests. He's, he's ultimately Maybe powerful. too many. Right. 
What will happen if you caught cheating on it's the knowledge six weeks. test? I can tell you that. Six weeks. All right. Ready? Three, oh, two, one, go. go. All right, oh, no. time is starting. Time is starting. The question <laughs> is when you see these lights flashing in the back of the bus, what should you do? You should oh, no. stop and wait for drive carefully to more, <laughs> no more than 40 kilometres. He's stressful. cracking out of the stress. He's going on to the next one. Are you allowed to use a handheld mobile phone when driving a car? No. Going on to the next one. If a vehicle you're driving is involved in an accident, the person is, I don't oh. even, I, he's, not, he's, he's reading it faster than I can read it. I'm not, um, I'm not even reading it. I just oh my gosh, question. he knows the answers. He's so powerful. Are you required to carry your driver's license every time you drive? Yes, you are. He's going through to the next one. Before getting out of your vehicle, you must... He knows. I can't even read that. Check your mirrors. Um, you want to leave your automatic car parked in at a street stop. It's so hard to read this sideways. <laughs> nope. How far is he in? There isn't a number. Oh, he's eight. at eight. He's eight out of eight connect, correct. He's got a minute and nine seconds remaining. If an oncoming vehicle crosses the street, uh, you've got to brake and look for him to the left and flash your horns and stuff. He is doing this at lightning One speed, minute. ladies and gentlemen. Um, stop signs or flashing lights at a railway Ooh. crossing should always be obeyed because trains are fast, heavy, and cannot stop quickly. That is correct. If Is it an offence to obstruct clear vision on your number plates? Yes, at any time. Oh, my gosh, he's at 11 out of 11 with 48 seconds left. The stress is really getting to him. I can see I it now. This is, I don't think this is right. He doesn't oh. know if it's right, but it's correct. <laughs> it's beautiful. What must you do if you miss or exit on a freeway? You should continue until you reach the next appropriate exit. Very well done. No stopping on a freeway. You're driving at night and there is no traffic around you when you can use your headlights seconds. or high beams. He's got 30 seconds left. Oh. On any road, you can use your headlights on high beam at any time. Uh, if you, you right, see I'm just going to take guesses. Sign. He's guessing. Oh, he got a run. He no. got one run. 14 out of 15. He's got 16 dazzle. seconds left. 15, headlights 14, dazzle. 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, oh. 7, oh. 6, 5, Five 4, four. Three, Nine, two, two, one, one. stop. <laughs> Beautifully done. 14 out of, we, uh, we'll give you that one. 14 out of 17, correct. Uh, well done. If you hit exit, um, you'll see that. Are you sure you want to exit your practice test? Nah, I can do one more question. <laughs> Keep going. So um, Eli's going to exit the practice test or he might continue it. Uh, is this better for the frame? Yeah, good. All right. Um, Eli's done a great job. If you were doing that at home, um, I hope you didn't. I, I, I would love to see if you got better than Elijah or didn't. Um, well Probably done, Eli. Well, that was pretty amazing. That was some high quality testing. Thank you. I definitely could not have done that at that time. The speed. end got pretty stressful, not gonna lie. You're a little bit stressed at the end. You lost a few there, but that was okay. Uh, what we're gonna do now, well, ladies and gentlemen, is we're gonna bring it down a notch um, and we're gonna do the most important thing we do here at Sorrow Old Church. And that's uh, read the Bible. It is read the Bible. Well done, Eli. Um, but we're not gonna do that right now. That's being recorded uh, earlier today, just like the, um, the sermon from Stu. Uh, so we're gonna cut to that now. G'day everyone and I'd like to add my welcome to you tonight at the Friday Gathering. It's really fantastic that you've tuned in and I hope that tonight will be an encouragement to you. I hope you've enjoyed uh, singing praises to God and I hope that uh, the prayers will help you in your prayer life too. And it's just really good, isn't it, just to spend time uh, thinking about God tonight. And um, even though we can't be together, we can listen to God with his word. And what I want to do tonight is something a bit different. And what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to take you through uh, some of the verses I've been reading this week. 
in my quiet times. Now, I've got an app on, on my phone which is called Uversion. You may have heard of it before or not, but one of the great things about Uversion, as well as giving you plans that you can read through certain topics or certain books of the Bible, as well as giving you whole books of the Bible that you can just read through on your phone, which is really convenient and really helpful, it also has this thing called verse of the day. Now, what I find really helpful about verse of the day is even if I'm rushing through uh, to get to something in the morning, the verse of the day just comes up on my phone because I have it on notifications. So I'm literally just reading the Bible as part of my everyday life. And I really like the rhythm of that, that every day I read a verse. And that's what I wanted to look at tonight. I wanted to look at some of the verses that have come up on the verse of the day this week and just have a bit of a reflection on each of them for us tonight. And my hope tonight is that not only will I be encouraging you uh, with the Word of God tonight, but also I might encourage you tonight to think about installing version on your phone if you haven't already done it. And if you do have version on your phone, maybe think about setting your notifications and turn them on for version so that the verse of the day comes through your phone each day. And it's a great way of reading the Bible. When I was really young, I was encouraged by um, my parents that it was a good practice to get into to develop Christian practices that I could build for the rest of my life. So when I was a young person, I used to pray at night before I went to sleep. And when I woke up in the morning, I used to pray in the morning too. So at night, basically, I had to talk to God about my day and I shared with him the things that were on my mind and I asked him to help me. I asked him to help my family and friends and I just really found that a helpful way to finish the day and in the morning I used to wake up and say uh, God I really want to follow you today please help me to uh, serve you today and again at the end of the day I was praying again I'd, I might repent of some of the things that I've done during the day that haven't pleased God and ask him to ha help me to continue to grow to have victory over sin stuff like that so it's a really good thing to develop a daily rhythm in your life of reading the Bible and praying. And again, like I said, this, this new version gives us a really easy way to read the Bible every day. And uh, this is what I'm going to look at tonight for us. So if you have a look at, if you, how about we do this actually, if you do have version, why don't you open it now while I'm talking and on version, you can see verse of the day and you can say view all. That's what I'm looking at. It's just simply on the app here. So why don't you do that now while I'm uh, opening it up and I'm going to Monday and looking at where I started uh, the week um, with reading the Bible. I'm going to read the first verse from Isaiah chapter 6 verse 8. Now, this is the Lord uh, talking to Isaiah and Isaiah, the prophet, he's living in a time that's full of sin. His country people are going off the rails. He's really despondent about the direction of his country. And then um, his people, the people of God, are actually uh, indulging in all these idolatrous practices. They're supposed to be worshipping God, but they're worshipping all these other things and it's really troubling him. And then he hears the voice of the Lord and the voice of the Lord uh, says to him, who shall I then send? Uh, Isaiah 6, 8. Who shall I send? And who will go for us? And I said, here I am, send me. That's a really beautiful uh, example of the Lord um, who is at work in this world, partnering with a human being, partnering with Isaiah and inviting Isaiah to join him in his proclamation of uh, the message that he wants to give to the people of Israel. What's really beautiful about this verse is that Isaiah is willing to hear the, the voice of the Lord 
and he's also willing to act. Isn't that interesting? It's one thing to read the Bible each day, but are we willing to act on what we learn from the Bible each day? And like Isaiah, who is willing to be sent by the Lord, he's willing to partner with the Lord in what he is doing in the world today. I suppose my question for us really briefly is, am I, are you willing to partner with Jesus as he is about proclaiming the gospel in our generation? How can we be part of that? That's a really interesting question that you might want to look at tonight if you're hanging around for youth or over the Zoom. You might want to talk about that tonight in commitments. What is it that we can do to help proclaim the gospel? Well, that was Monday. Uh, let's look at Tuesday's verse. Tuesday's verse was from Colossians. So we've gone from the Old Testament to the New Testament. In the New Testament, Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 to 24, it says this, Whatever you do, work it at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. Now that was an encouraging verse for me on Tuesday as I woke up and I was reminded that all the effort that I'm going to put into the day has eternal consequences, that what I can do today, I serve as, as though I'm serving the Lord. So in all I do, I do my best. I can do the best I can with all the tasks in front of me. And I know that the Lord sees my hard work and that I will actually be confident because I'm in Jesus, because he has given me a new relationship with God that um, I actually am not just serving human masters. I'm actually serving God in everything I do. So I'm going to work really hard as, as though to the Lord. And I think the implication of that is that others will notice that I have a drive that comes from somewhere else, that I'm not just driven by greed or the, the need for success or the need for other people's uh, encouragement. I'm actually living for the Lord. And I have um, that as a single-minded thing to remind me that was Tuesday. Let's move on to Wednesday. Wednesday, we have another New Testament passage. It's from 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8. I really like this because I'm getting familiar with the Bible as I read these each day. And here I am in 1 Peter. And Peter was one of the apostles, one of the people who lived with Jesus. And I love listening to his insights. Let's have a look at one of them from chapter 4, verse 8. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Let me say that again. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. That's a really beautiful definition of love, isn't it? Love is not just a feeling that you have towards someone. And love is not just transitory. I don't just love uh, other people while they are making me happy or while they are believing the same things that I believe or while the relationship is always super easy. But when I love someone, I actually might look for the good in the other, not just look at all the negative things they do. That really helps me in my relationships. And on Wednesday, I was reminded that as a husband and as a father and as a work colleague and as a friend, that I need to look for the good in others. Love covers a multitude of sins means that I love someone so much that, yeah, I can see that there's, uh, there's things in my relationships that aren't perfect and I'm not going to ignore things that need to change but I am actually not going to just define other people by the things that they're not good at. I'm actually going to look for the good in other people. So that's what I was encouraged to do on Wednesday. On Thursday, one of my all-time favourite verses, we've come back into the Old Testament again and Psalm 23 verses 1 to 2. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. Isn't that a beautiful passage for us at the moment when there's so much trouble in the world? I've been troubled this week watching the news, seeing protests continuing on all around the world, people talking about the problems and the uglinesses in our society and people fighting each other and arguing. One of the things I take great comfort in is that I have a reference point that is eternal 
an unchanging reference point in a changing world. And that unchanging reference point is the Lord Jesus. The Lord God is my shepherd. In other words, a shepherd goes in front of the sheep to look after the sheep and protects them from all danger. And even if danger surrounds me, I have a shepherd who is able to protect me and I will be protected into eternity. And no matter what else changes in this world, nothing changes my relationship with Jesus because he has bought me with a price. He has died for me, he's paid for me with his own body and blood so that I might be his, so that I can be reconciled to God and be a child of God. And he's gonna shepherd me, he's gonna look after me. Funny thing about verse one, the Lord is my shepherd and I lack nothing. The old translation of that, in an older translation of the Bible used to be, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. A funny story, this shows you how much society's changed recently, that back in the 1970s when I went to school, we used to say this psalm in the assembly at school every week when we had assembly. And we I was only really little, and I, used, I remember saying, the Lord is my shepherd, but I refused to say it. I refused to say it out loud because I was a Christian and I thought what the verse was saying, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I thought that said, I don't want the Lord to be my shepherd. And I remember sitting there, I was a little protester in primary school, sitting there not saying the psalm with the rest of the school because they were saying, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And I'm like, I'm not saying that because I want the Lord to be my shepherd. And I had a teacher come over to me and say, Stuart, you're not saying that with everyone else, you need to say it. And I said to the teacher, well, I'm not gonna say it. So I got pulled out of the assembly and I got made to stand on the side of the hall until I was prepared to say it. But I said, no, I'm not gonna say that because I want the Lord to be my shepherd. And then the teacher laughed and said, Stuart, what that means is you shall not want many, you won't lack anything, want, you won't want for anything. And I just went, oh, if that's what it means, I'm happy to say that. Because in verse two, when it goes on to say, he makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside quiet waters. I got it then. I thought, actually, the Lord promises me a future that is brighter than my present and my past. And if I believe in God and I have my hope firmly in God, I'll be able to live faithfully on this earth with the hope of eternal life, knowing that one day all tears will be dried up. There will be no more anger or crankiness or arguments or fighting or pain or wars. All those things are gonna pass because in heaven, in Revelation 21, actually it talks about this, we will be in heaven and the Lord will dry our tears. So that was yesterday. Let me finish on today. Today's verse is from 1 Corinthians 13, 13. It's a very famous verse and this is what it says. And now these three things remain, faith, hope and love, but the greatest of these is love. This is a really beautiful summary of the Christian faith. Christians have their faith in Jesus. Our life is centered on Jesus. Our hope is centered on Jesus. Our lifestyle comes from Jesus and our love comes from Jesus. So our faith is the foundation of our life as a Christian. And if you're not a follower of Jesus, I'd like you to consider Jesus as you read about him in the New Testament. If you read about Jesus, you can use your YouVersion app on your phone to read about it. I'd encourage you that if you haven't read the Bible before and you wanna understand Jesus more, one of the great places to start is Mark because it's a very short read and it tells you the whole story of Jesus' life. But as you read about Jesus, you see his authority in the way he taught, the way he lived, the way he could even command nature and he could even drive out demons. Jesus has authority and he has authority over people too. And so if we have our faith in Jesus, we actually have what uh, 1 Corinthians 13 verse 13 goes on to say is real hope. 
because Jesus said to his disciples in John 14, I go to prepare a place for you, a place in my father's house that has many rooms and I tell you I'm going to go and prepare a place for you. So our hope is that Jesus has the authority even over death, that even though we will all die, we actually know that we have the hope of eternal resurrection waiting for us if we put our faith in Jesus. And it's simple as saying, God, I'm so sorry that I've done things that have displeased you, that have hurt you, that have rebelled against you. I'm sorry for my sin. I thank you that Jesus died on the cross for all the wrong that I've done. Please forgive me in the name of Jesus and please give me new life. Please give me your Holy Spirit to live in my life so I might live for you instead of live for myself. That hope you see in eternity that you can ask God for means that you can actually ask God, please give me that assurance that I will be able to uh, enjoy eternity with you in heaven even though I will die. And if we have that hope and that faith, this is the greatest thing and it remains love. Love is how the Christian lives. Love is going, taking me back to the very first day of the week, Monday. When we read from Isaiah 6, 8, then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and whom will go for us? And I said, here I am, Lord, send me. Send me to do what? Send me to love. My encouragement for you is that love is very practical. Love is actually something that you can also get in the habit of doing. You can actually love and serve other people and think about how you can benefit other people, how you can build up other people, how you can make a difference in someone else's life. You know, that is something we can do every day. We sometimes want to do grand acts of love and we think about how can I change the whole world or even how can I change my country or society or even my family. But you know what love is? Love is actually the little acts that you do every day. You can choose to love every day in all the little things that you do. You can choose between selfishness and other person-centeredness. You can choose between uh, being lazy sometimes, which we're all tempted to do, or actually thinking about something that really might make a difference in someone else's day. How about you think about that even now, as you think about going into the Zoom meeting or youth as we're gonna meet after the service, what is something you could say to someone tonight that might make their day? You might even say something as simple as, gee, I like the top you've got on tonight, or I really like, um, the, the, you know, the fact that you're here tonight, thank you for turning up. Uh, what you said then was really funny, I really appreciate that. Uh, particularly those of us who are Australians, we're not used to building one another, another up. We're more used to putting each other down using sarcasm, but tonight we might actually think of loving. Well, there's a glimpse that just one week, all that stuff we did in just four verses from one week, uh, five verses, there you go, five verses from one week, I'm encouraging you to think about using your Bible every day. You might not want to use your version on a phone. You might actually want to actually get your Bible out and read it every day. Can I encourage you to develop the habit this week? Keep trying to develop the habit of reading in the morning and in the evening, having a pray in the morning, having a pray in the evening. And I'd love to hear from you the difference that that makes in your life. So thanks for listening and have a great week one way. Mate, what's this? It's, you've, you've, you've completed your, thank you very much for that, Stu. Um, we are back here in the studio and Elijah has completed his driving test with an amazing score of, a, of 200%. Well done, Elijah. Um, because I'm your brother, I can, ha I can shake what? your hand. Thank you. Well done, well done. I did it. And then with the left hand, I give you uh, oh, the keys to the city.
Um, they're actually my car keys, so I'm gonna need them back. All right. Oh, so. No. no. Oh. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna walk back over to. So I don't have a car yet. No. Well, it's my. We'll talk about this later. Oh. Um, so, sure. 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 This concludes our really cosy night. Um, what we're gonna do is we are going to have a riddle to close the night. As in, like, the answer, answer to the riddle. The answer to the riddle to close the night. Do you want to try guess the answer? I can't I even remember it? the riddle. It uh, a, so it was so early in the service, you're going to have to say it again. Oh, that's, that is so heavy. What? Throwing the... <laughs> he just fell. The riddles around. There's just too many riddles that it, it riddled. <laughs> Seriously riddled. Okay, hang on. Let me just find it again. Because there's just, as I said, there's just so many riddles and there's so many answers. Oh wait, that really doesn't help. The answers are at the back of the book. Like Bob. Back of the book? Can we have the answer please? <laughs> okay, okay, I see how it is. Wait, so you just want the answer because you don't know the oh, riddle. Oh, actually, can you say the riddle again? Say the riddle again. The okay, riddle. if you insist. All right. What's full of holes, but still holds water? Is it a sieve? A sieve. Oh, is it a human? Because we're 98%, 98% water, and I've got I don't think it's 98%. And a mouth. And eyes. And eyes, there's and ears. Anyway. I'm not going to say anything else. No. <laughs> uh, the answer to that riddle is a sponge. Oh. Because they do hold water. Yeah. They yeah. absorb water. Amazing. Anyone who got that, Place well that done. This time. I did not. Um, so, without further ado, we're about to head into youth today at the moment, right now. Uh, well, actually, no, we're going to go to commitments first. So, I'll see you in commitments. Let us know what you got on your driving test if you haven't done it already. Um, and let us know what you thought of Dad's sermon, which was really encouraging. Um, Stu's sermon, that was really encouraging. <laughs> um, thank you very much for joining us, everyone. Uh, one way. One way. Thanks again for listening to the Soul Revival Church podcast. Uh, just a reminder, if you want to watch any of these services that we hold live, you can go to soulrevivalchurch.com and you can see all the gatherings at the top of the page. You can choose anyone you wish. It can be on Friday, Saturday or Sunday. Thanks again and one way. Music is okay by Ixit.